Hi everyone! Hello! How are you doing? I hope you're having a great day so far and nobody um, made you feel uncomfortable or pissed you off. So, you know, I see this constantly that people are running out of the time because everyone is so incredibly busy and when there is no time, there is no time for listening and understanding and also no patience at the same time. And when there is no patience, um, there is a higher risk to get into a conflict, be it your partner, friend, colleague, or even your neighbor. So, hello again, I'm Aida, the host of Aida's Advice, and you're listening to podcast 006, How to Solve a Conflict. You know, and not everyone feels comfortable when they think or talk about the conflicts. Some people perceive conflict as something negative and for some it's the biggest challenge like a nightmare and they would do anything to prevent it, even if it's at their cost, um, at the cost of their own feelings and values. So in this podcast, I want to talk to you about how to accept conflict as a learning scenario and how to solve this using efficient communications. I'm sure you had at least one argument or conflict in your life and it can be small or big but you definitely had at least one so i want to ask you how did it actually make you feel did it make you feel weak uncertain confused hurt or perhaps proud and stronger i know you all have different experiences and some of you might say good or bad and many many and incredibly many 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 people would say it really depends on which role you take into the conflicts. Obviously, we are all proud peacocks who wish to get out of the conflict as the correct ones and have that damn last word. Most of the people perceive conflicts as something uncomfortable, negative, personal and emotional because in fact, many of the times when conflicts happen, they actually do touch personal, emotional, valuable things, especially if the conflict escalates and everything gets out of the control. I'll tell you what, conflict is not about who started it and who did what. It's about what you do when this actually happens. I've seen conflicts at home, at work, between the classmates, groups of people, between friends, couples, and I've also experienced myself a lot of political conflicts that happened between the business units. And you know what was the most interesting thing that struck me actually? When people have an argument, conflict, or fight, whatever you call it, they activate such a fantastic transformation that you can barely recognize them. I mean, honestly, if people would put so much effort into the work as much as they do into the conflict, everyone would be extremely successful by now. Oh, well. Usually people um, either turn into uh, hulks and boxers with superpowers or they become um, judges versus lawyers uh, type of relationship. And or some of them can just shut down and become as if they never knew each other. And you know, it's absolutely understandable that you can transform into a person with a completely different personality because, like I said, when conflicts happen, they touch something personal. Uh, it can be like a bad previous experience or they, they touch well-known ego and they bring something uncomfortable. And some of you might just not be good in handling the conflicts and you react randomly depending on the situation, person, mood, and so on and so forth. 
You see, I'm not going to talk about who is right and who is wrong because I genuinely believe that the outcome of any conflict is the mutual collaboration of both sides and it is what actually matters the most. I can already see you falling into defense mode saying like, oh, you have no idea what this person did to me. She started this all. He ruined it all. You're right. You're really, really right. I don't know and I don't care. Frankly, because... You should not focus on who to blame, but you should be focusing on understanding why this happened. Um, Try to be empathetic and um, understanding each other. And finally, you should focus on the solution on how to resolve the conflict. When the conflict appears, first thing that many people do that I noticed is that they start becoming their own lawyers, trying to find out all the facts and arguments to back themselves up, and at the same time trying to find the flaws of the opponent to throw something back in return. I know for a fact that when people start arguing using nasty words against each other, uh, or even use violence, it's because they don't know how to reach a person with words. In a nutshell, it's a lack of communication and communication gap. Ever notice why um, some people who started, let's say, just from sharing their concerns um, end up crying or using violence, which completely escalates the situation and can really end up bad? Or have you ever noticed when someone, um, for example, a couple starts arguing with each other and one of them can leave in the middle of the conversation? Or or someone can stay stay silent um, throughout the whole time while the other one is screaming at them. I mean, did you try to analyze analyze why this happened? Yeah, right. You are going to tell me this. The person who cries is the weak one. The one with the violence completely lost his or her mind and the one who leaves just gave up. No, I've analyzed these kind of situations for years from my own experience as well as from others. And this is what I found out. People cry, start fighting, use physical abuse or violence or silently leave and disappear because they don't know how to communicate. You see, many times people mix communication with just, you know, talking. Communication is the study and an art by itself that is the key to many of the relationships that are happening. Even computers communicate between each other to give the right orders to the system with specific coding, aka language, or actually, this is a nice one. If computer sends a wrong code to the system, what do you think will happen? The system will crash without any doubt. But us humans, peoples, unlike computers that are black and white, we have colors. And these colors are called emotions, values, feelings, memories, comprehension in different forms, perception, assumptions, and all untouchable and immaterial things that make our life more colorful, much more complicated, but at the same time, much more beautiful. I don't want to use fancy pencil language and basic technology uh, terms that we can all Google, but communication is basically the tool that has different levels of upgrade and people use, uh, use it to interact with everyone and everything, every single day, hour, minute, and second. Communication can be in different uh, forms like media, conversation between the people, radio, mimics, facial expressions, body language. And my main message is that communication is extremely important aspect of your daily life. And especially it can be used as a powerful engine when you have a conflict. I also want you to understand that I am not saying to avoid conflict or that conflicts are a bad thing. 
No, not at all. Just like failures and downsides, conflicts teach us lessons. They give us experience, new food for our brains to consume and digest. It, it, it gives us an opportunity to master different soft and interpersonal skills and they definitely do help us to master our communication skills. It's also good to consider that communication can be differently used in different environments. I mean, obviously, if you have a conflict with your friend, you would use um, certain tactics and techniques uh, rather than when you are in a conflict with um, your direct manager, for instance. There are so many functions and jobs that exist uh, that specialize on resolving the conflicts. And even every damn contract has a section conflict of interest. So, so... I admit that conflicts um, cannot always be avoided and they are a natural part of our fantastic and exciting lives, but effective communication helps to smoothen it and solve it respectfully, beautifully, without any negative consequences. So here's my 10 must-haves on how to avoid the escalation of the conflict and how to solve the conflict with um, effective and efficient communication. Tip one, be rational and control your emotions. When in conflict, first and foremost, you have to protect your personal feelings and emotions. This means not to defend yourself, but put your emotions and feelings aside so that you don't take anything personal. You have to be as rational and as emotionless as possible to be able to look at the situations objectively and not to let your emotions overtake control over you and your follow-up actions. You have to be like a sane temple, like a calm water, like a light, uh, um, a, a soft wind. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to come up with some uh, uh, deep comparison examples. You just have to realize that you received the first message and you're the only one who knows and decides how, you, how you're going to respond to that. Tip two, listen. Very important quality and skill set to use for solving the conflict is listen carefully. I've seen so many times people showcase that they listen, but they actually don't. For example, a friend of mine received a concerning feedback from his girlfriend and she was feeling lonely and she wanted to spend more time with him because he was constantly busy. So when she was sharing with him his concern, he had a very, very focused face. He was even nodding sometimes and completely let her finish what she wanted to say. I was right next to them at that same moment and I was like, whoa! I wish I would be listening to this that well. But oh my goodness, when he opened his mouth, I was like, what a dumb ass. He should have just just stayed silent. He said this, listen Liz, I was sleepy at that time and I didn't mean to put your white shirt together with my red pants. Huh? I mean, do you see what actually happened? Not only did he show to her that he was completely somewhere else when she was sharing this and uh, these kind of important things, but he also started bringing something absolutely irrelevant. It happens so often that uh, one starts to talk and the other one starts immediately with, say what? I mean, so pretending that you're listening is not the same as actual listening. Listen very carefully because it's not only a sign of respect, but it also helps you to judge the situation rationally, objectively, uh, without falling into defense mode. People jump into conclusions and assumptions super fast without another one even finishing the thought. So please don't do that. Be an effective listener by focusing on what exactly the person is saying, as well as um, let the person finish the thought first. Tip three, 
ask questions. Don't hesitate to ask questions for clarifications. If you're in conflict, you can create your own interpretations and assumptions, which most of the time mismatch the reality. So when something is unclear or you are not sure what the person means, ask questions. Repeat even your comprehended information in your own words and ask a person if this is exactly what's bothering him. It's that simple. Once you ask all the questions, I guarantee you half of your uncomfortable feeling is already gone. So remember, assumptions are your enemies. Tip four, watch your tone. Many times people start raising their voices and they do that to add emotional aspect and emotional value to their words. And this happens because they can't find the right words to express their true feelings. Never, ever raise your voice. Not only that it's the sign of disrespect, but it's also a sign of immature attitude and it completely contradicts to all communicational manners. Raising your voice will only show your inability to express yourself in the right way and your immature attitude. So again, like I already mentioned, violence and voice raised happens when you cannot communicate and send the right message. Tip five, respect. Respect, respect, and one more time, respect. If you don't have respect towards people, you can just quit listening to this podcast right now. I'm that serious. Respect is the number one human skill that helps us to that helps us all, all to live in love and be united. Without respect, you will never be able to solve any of the conflicts. You have to respect people despite of what they throw at you. Uh, because as I always say, you don't control the actions of the others, but you are in the full responsibility of your own. So despite of how um, tough the situation and the conversation might be and how uncomfortable you might feel, respecting a person who shares his or her concerns with you is the number one must have. Tip six, empathy, compassion, understanding. These are the three horses that will help you to have a good ride when you're in a conflict. You have to be empathetic, compassionate, and understanding towards another one. This person comes to you um, to share the concern um, or his or her discomfort, and you have to value this. Many people just cut off the relationship without any so-called warning or notice. So please value this moment because it only shows that a person is trying to find a solution without losing you right away. Especially this can be applied in a relationship because it's a common thing like, oh my God, he or she's eating my brain again. Again, she's unsatisfied. My dear one, don't screw it up just by not being able to understand the person. Also, you might know that um, what, you might not know what the person is going through, what kind of difficult ch- challenges he or she is facing, and that's why they're freaking out just because they have so much on their shoulders. Believe me, so many conflicts just end up being conversations about someone's difficult time only. So you have to make sure that you're empathetic, compassionate, and understanding. Tip seven is acceptance. Uh, I mean, acceptance, will be, this tip will be useful for you um, in your private business or work conflicts or in any situation that you might have. Accepting the situation, the actual fact itself, and in this case, it's a conflict, is already a great step towards resolution of it. So when you are in a denial, you will only distance yourself from solution and you will basically shut your brain to start looking for solution. Acceptance of the situation helps you to be rational Um, think clearly without emotions involved, Uh, focus on the core solution and not losing yourself. So acceptance, uh, it really releases all of your tensions 
and you can start thinking like, oh, okay, so now what? Solution, that direction is towards the solutions. So acceptance is very, very important for conflict resolution. Tip eight, specify your concerns. Communicate your concerns clearly, honestly, and preferably with examples to be able to help another one, another one to digest and understand you clearly. The core in this tip is that you communicate as precisely as possible to be able to be understood without any filling in the gap, so-called. Many times I've seen in the relationships that my lovely... Uh, yeah, that, that, that this message is actually to you. My lovely ladies, yes, you, you get upset about um, with your partners and you sit with a grumpy face until he's going to figure out what's going on. Don't do this. Assumptions is a bitch and this can lead you to something called frame stereotype and some really other bad things. I mean, sometimes you even get even more upset because they didn't figure out what happened. I mean, are you crazy? Don't leave any room for unclarity or assumptions. Talk precisely, calmly, clear. And you know, if you would add examples, that wouldn't hurt. Tip nine, communicate about your concerns openly and on time. Underlined. The word on time, the phrase on time is underlined. Don't block and hold back. Talk it out. If it bothers you more than five minutes and if the same thought came to back to you twice. Um, this is in particular happens to so many lovebirds and it happened in my relationship actually as well. Sometimes people have an uncomfortable thought that pushes them to block or hold back because they don't want to upset a person, get into conflict. They don't want, they want to avoid arguments and they're just afraid maybe to face the reality or they think, oh, stupid, what the hell are you thinking about? I'll give you an example of a friend of mine. My friend was ex uh, experiencing incredible difficult time. She lost her job, split up her, um, sp uh, split up her friendship with a longtime best friend. Couldn't manage her things, and overall very depressed. So in the last two weeks, whenever she would receive a call or meet someone, she comes back extremely happy, full of energy. She shares everything with her boyfriend, and her eyes sparkle, like. Like, really, like, nothing ever happened. And after three or four times, her boyfriend started to think, are these people making her more happy? Uh, because she never loves with me like that. He had this thought for two seconds, huh? First time. And he was like, oh, my God, no, 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 that's bullshit. So he blocks it. Um, however, after another call, she's incredibly happy again, energetic, etc. He starts to have the same thought again for a short time only, and he blocks it again as well. So this repeats a couple of times, and here the conflicting, uh, and here they are conflicting about um, who cleaned the living room last time. Yep, you're thinking right, household stuff. So, and he starts saying, "Whatever, I don't make you happy anyway." Whoops, awkward. Which rabbit just jumped out of the head, huh? Exactly. Everything that he blocked so successfully and didn't bother her with his purest um, intentions backfired with a double amount. So, those, whatever is bothering you, and especially when the same concern, concerning feeling um, comes back to you twice, share this openly and honestly. This is one of the best ways to prevent any conflicts. Tip 10. Last but not least. Seek for solution, not for defense. 
again, I've said this so many times, I mean, it should be already stuck in, in your minds. Whenever you face the conflict, look for solution, not for defense. Focus immediately on how you can solve the problem um, together instead of blaming each other for something. Instead of thinking, how could she? How could he? Um, first think, why this is actually happening? And immediately think of a solution. And it also doesn't hurt to apologize if it's indeed your fault. But this is a whole new subject that I might cover in my next podcast. So stay tuned on that. You see, we can't always control the amount of conflicts we might face, but we can always control how they will end. My beautiful friend, of course, I would like to say don't fight. And as much as I hate fight myself, it's not always an option. So when it, when it is not possible to, to avoid conflict, handle this like a true professional. You will be impressed how many relationships and friendships you will save if you communicate effectively and efficiently. You want to know one more secret? One of the best friendships that happen are from arguments that handled beautifully and solved professionally. So think it yourself, take your own learnings, and as always, believe in yourself. Anything is possible. And if you have any questions or situation that you are looking to find a solution for, uh, you can always contact me and I'm happy to share my advice tailor-made for you. Now get out there and have a beautiful life. If you find my episodes interesting and motivational, subscribe to my channel through a variety of platforms. You can bookmark my site that you can find on www.airasadvice.com. Subscribe to my emails to receive notification and be the first to know when the new episode of Blog Post is released. Say hi to me on Instagram and Facebook and stay up to date on the coolest and greatest feel towards beautiful and fulfilling life.